All right, so I'm here today with Otanya G on Instagram. That's O-H-T-A-N-Y-A-G-E-E. -E. She tattoos at a port side tattoo in San Diego, California. She travels to Portland, San Francisco, Arizona. I'd say she's known for her mandala work and her flowers put together. If not, definitely awesome by themselves. Yeah, this is Tanya Gomez. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> would you say you're most known for your mandala and flower work? Or what would you say is... What, um, or Oh, and your traditional. No, no, no. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't do too much traditional, but like I... I'm like slowly working on that right now. Girl, it's in it. <laughs> bomb. Don't even lie. Um, but I would definitely say for sure floral work for sure is definitely requested a lot. And then um, sometimes like pattern work too, or most of the time pattern work, like both incorporated together, color or black and gray. I don't really have like a specific style like set yet. <laughs> okay, so you're in California primarily. You travel to Portland, San Francisco, and Arizona. Do you have any new work spots that you want to go to that you plan on working in, like new cities that you've never been before? Um, I know definitely somewhere in Texas. I definitely want to go like maybe like Austin. I think Chicago for sure is in the books like next year for sure. I was just talking to Ellery the other day and he said that he wanted to do the convention in Chicago with me. So Is that the villain arts one? Yeah, okay. so I think I might do that with them, but um, I don't know. We'll see. New York someday for sure too. Seattle, I keep getting Seattle requested, but like since I come to Portland, I have a lot of people driving down from Seattle, so oh, I'm just like, shit. Uh, like, I don't know, should I make the trip there or not? Like, That's tight. Well, have you yeah. been to Seattle at all? Um, I was only there for like 30 minutes about, I just went there, like I stopped there from Canada and then I just ate and then I just like drove down oh, here. Oh my god, that was <laughs> be really cool just to make a Seattle trip in, yeah. in general I think to make that like a separate thing one day yeah I thought about just you know coming here from from Portland and then going to Seattle right after but normally I do San Francisco then right after San Francisco I fly over here to Portland and then I go back home so I'm just like gotta add that Seattle yeah, I was like should I just make three weeks not being home yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah. I've only been once and even there it was only to eat seafood and they have like a really big ferris wheel down by the waterfront and I mean I didn't really get to spend that much time in Seattle either but mm -hmm. from what I've picked up anyways it kind of feels almost like LA and that's what people have kind of explained it as, is it's yeah. like the little mini LA of the area. I mean, I'm not even too sure about that myself because I'm not from here, but mm -hmm. that's with the freeways and everything and kind of it just being like a, a very concrete city and how busy it was, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, it feels like everyone over here, like since I've tattooed them, I'll be like, oh, what are you doing this week? And they're like, I'm going to Seattle. And I'm just like, is that the LA of like San Diego? Because everyone's like saying like, you know, I'm going here. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Right, the LA of Southern California. Yeah. So how long have you been tattooing? Um, I'm, I've been tattooing for seven years now, um, professionally for sure. Dang. I don't really count, I don't know, like the first year or two years because I was just like tattooing friends at home. So yeah. I really don't want to count that. Those are terrible tattoos. But. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, seven years working at a shop for sure. So yeah, that's mm. cool. Okay, how old were you when you started? I believe I was like eighteen or nineteen for sure. Like it was like kind of like right out of high school. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> and you're twenty six or twenty five right now. Twenty six. I okay. just turned twenty six in August. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say most people who get into tattooing, it's kind of something where like people have. Other people tell them that they're good at art and that's kind of how they get into it. Would you say that's something that has happened for you or how did you get into it? Um, well, I I definitely always, I was always that person drawing. I 
I mean, wherever I went, I always had a sketchbook with me. I never like really left the house without a sketchbook. But if anything, I thought I was gonna be a painter before I started tattooing, like, cause I used to paint with acrylics a lot. And then I had an ex-boyfriend wanting to buy a painting for me and he knew how to tattoo. So I learned the basics from him and started tattooing people at home, which is a really, really bad idea. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I just started tattooing a lot of people at home. And then I got called in from a shop and they were asking me like, if I wanted to start from there, start slowly. So like I kind of did the apprenticeship right there and kind of didn't. It was more like, you know, I, was only allowed to draw right there. I still was doing like the super like shitty like work, like cleaning and picking up his dog shit, getting him food, setting up for him. But I never really learned anything from my um, so-called mentor or I never learned anything from them. So it was like pretty much like self-taught, but that's pretty much how I started, so yeah. No, oh, I'd say you did your time. You know, like you put in your time and somebody gives you a, a spot to work basically. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, aside from either going to a tattoo school or doing a traditional apprenticeship, I feel like that's another outlet too, mm -hmm. is when you do your time and um, you do a lot of favors for somebody. And I mean, it sucks when they don't teach you stuff, but mm -hmm. you at least earn your way for towards them to have a spot to work at. Yeah. Okay, so the boyfriend that taught you, was he a professional tattooer? Did he do it from home? Was it just on friends? Um, yeah, that, <laughs> he, he was just a garage tattooer, unfortunately. So I just took in anything that I can possibly learn from him. I definitely had to learn the hard way for sure. Like when I was actually tattooing and having professional tattoo artists like look at me how I was tattooing and they're like, what are you doing? So I definitely <laughs> learned the hard way, but I mean, we all start somewhere, unfortunately. <laughs> and to be quite honest with you, I think I want to say majority of artists who don't go straight into an apprenticeship, that is how a lot of people start off, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of good artists that actually, um, you know, have told me that I've met throughout the years and saying like, you know, like, oh, I didn't really go through an apprenticeship either. And it, it makes me feel a little bit better because it's like, if I was to go back, I would definitely do like an apprenticeship in a heartbeat. I mean, even to this day, I still feel like, oh, like I don't deserve to be tattooing because I didn't really actually do an apprenticeship, you know, but like, I still feel like I went through like some like obstacles to be tattooing right now, you know, so. Definitely. And like I said, honestly, I think even putting your time in and unfortunately, even if you didn't learn from that person, mm -hmm. you still, everybody still puts in their time somewhere, Yeah, you know, definitely. and even, I mean, fortunately with my apprenticeships, I feel like it was kind of half and half. The guy who taught me how to tattoo, Dion, he definitely, he gave me my spot to tattoo and he taught me a lot of things as far as, you know, the basics of tattooing. He mm -hmm. had me do pig skins and stuff like that. And then on the other half, I want to say it kind of was me figuring figuring things out on my own. Mm -hmm. And so, I, yeah, I feel like I got half and half. But, yeah, you, putting in time is definitely, I would say, equivalent to doing and having your spot, you know. Yeah. You didn't get the extras that some people get, but yeah. you, you still got your spot. Definitely. Okay, so I covered what you were known for. What would you say is your favorite subject matter to work with? Oh, dang. I swear, like, I've had, like, at least, like, I think everyone I've tattooed over the weekend has asked me this question, and I don't even know how to respond, because it's like, some days I only want to do color, some days I only want to do black and gray. You said you don't know how to answer when people ask you. I've seen from, I mean, from your post, I would say, is it those black work flowers with the petals being <laughs> a solid black and some pepper shading on the inside. Yeah, I, I mean, 
Low-key, yeah. I think those are definitely my favorite flowers to work with, for sure. It's not requested as much as, like, I mean, because I understand, you know, I do a lot of feminine work, so a lot of the times girls will want, like, very, very dainty, like, super, super thin lines, um, a lot of, like, you know, like, pepper shading, like, you know, stuff like that, so it's not really as requested as like the type of flowers that I really enjoy doing but that's totally fine it's not that I don't enjoy doing like you know the super dainty feminine work I just really like like you know those like really solid like blacks bold you know with a thin line so because mm. it's like I really enjoy traditional you know the bold and solidness of it yes. but yeah I still like doing the feminine really thin work so I like combining like those two together no so. I feel it like those flowers you guys need to go check them out for sure with the solid black petals and then pepper shading it, those are definitely some oh Tanya G flowers. <laughs> yeah, you know? like I, I really admire when you can look at someone's work and be like, oh, that person did that, you exactly. know. So that, I think that's why I keep trying to like work with those flowers. Not saying that that's my style or anything, no. but like, <laughs> like if I were to see anybody else do that, I would definitely see if they were following you. Like, uh, you know what I mean? No. Like, I, I would, I would be like, oh shit, like they took this from Tanya. That's no, definitely. No. I, I've never, I've never seen it anywhere else, and I mean, I, I really dig them. Those are probably. I don't want to say my favorite because a lot of the freaking flowers you do are awesome, but Thank those you. are those are really distinct. Yeah. <laughs> Out of work, I know you have Pearl and Pugsley. Those are your two fur babies. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, Pearl's an Australian Shepherd. Uh, well, yeah, she's an Australian. Well, she's supposed to be an Australian Shepherd, but I'm pretty sure she's a mix of the Border Collie because, like, I mean, she she looks more like a Border Collie than an Australian Shepherd, but um, one of her parents was definitely not a full breed Australian Shepherd. Okay. So, yeah. okay. And Pugsley, is he full bred? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, honestly. He, he, he looks a little funky. Oh <laughs> yeah. he looks, he's, he's not like a purebred pug, but he's definitely a pug, but he looks a little... There's something, something going on. No, he, I think he totally looks like full-blown pug, especially with his little tongue hanging out to the side. That yeah. super cute. He's, he's a little, little funky dude. <laughs> How's he been doing um, potty, or not potty training lately, but I mean, like, I know pugs are known for having their accidents. How's he been Oh, lately? dude, he's a little shit lately. Yeah, he kind of rebels a lot now, which is, he rebels more than Pearl, and Pearl's the crazy one, but Pugsley, like... I have to put him like in a really like big size kennel, not like a kennel, but like a oh, like a, a baby crate or whatever. Like, I, I don't know what you would call it, but it's it's super big for him. But I block the whole hallway with it. I block my hallway because if I don't block my hallway, Pearl gets in my room and she likes to fuck with my makeup. Oh. She will specifically bite all my lipsticks. She'll like tear everything up. Pugsley, he'll piss on my couch. So it's just like <laughs> it's a process in the morning. I'm just like my dogs are the best, but the, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm making this sound really terrible right now. No, they're, they're good, but if I don't put Pugsley in his kennel, then my whole house goes to shit. So. <laughs> With the process of Pearl eating your makeup. And yeah, so, if, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thankfully, Cooper's, I mean, he's been good lately, you know, and man, when he was having those little shit spells, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was not about it. I'm like, man, I already have to clean up like my baby shit I'm, I'm not down for a dog and thankfully he, cl he cleaned his act up you know he probably knew he's like this bitch is about to be done if i don't if i don't Duh. get it together <laughs> yeah pugsley like i think he's poop shy like because he he won't he won't poop in front of me sometimes and then when like when i'm leaving one time i i was going to work and i was just like you know what he always shits in the kitchen like he always poops in the kitchen i'm just like okay so i pretended to leave 
I kind of closed the door behind me and then I waited like a good like two minutes and then I slowly opened the door like quietly. I crept up on him and he's like crouching down, taking a poop in the kitchen. Oh and I was like, I find I yelled at him. I was like, I finally caught you. And like, he just like snipped it and just like looked at me. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> but I finally caught him in the act. So he waits right after I leave just to poop. And I literally like, I always take my dogs out mm -hmm. to poop, like right before I go to work. So I'm just like, dude, like, why do you like do this? Like, <laughs> but he has a specific spot in the kitchen he likes to go. So I just put a pad in there now. So it's just like, has you been going on the pad lately? Um, well now, like since I, like sometimes like when I don't put him in the kennel, but I still block off the hallway, like he'll just poop in the kitchen, like, but mm -hmm. on the pad. So he, he does always do it on the pad though, thankfully. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Cause I know pugs are super sassy and they're freaking stubborn. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I get that. Okay, so I heard through the grapevine that chunky guys are kind of your jam. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am the biggest chubby chaser ever. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember one time asking you like, "Oh, do you think he's cute?" And you're just like, "Oh no, he's not chubby enough." <laughs> yeah, I won't. I think that's why me and like my uh, well, not to get off topic, but I've had a lot of friends who would date my exes or, you know, like... Girl, this whole thing yeah. is being off topic. You go you go for it. So, so um, with me and my best friend who lives with me, me and her, we never have to worry about stealing each other's mans because she loves, like, super muscular buff guys and really fit guys. I am the complete opposite. Like, the more chunkier, the better. Like, the more I get to squeeze, the better. Like, I love chunky boys. Oh, but... dude, that's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, even then, that's a, been a pattern where friends would steal your guys. Yeah. Would it be, like, like after, after the fact? Yeah, I mean, like, right after the relationship, they would just, you know, go there or you know like I, yeah, I've always had friends who dated my exes mm -hmm. but I mean those aren't really friends mm -hmm. to begin with really mm -hmm. so you yeah. can have my sloppy seconds it's fine yeah <laughs> no definitely that's just what I was about to say you don't need them in your life and yeah all right so here's a topic I was thinking that would be kind of interesting I want to say kind of not a taboo topic for like tattooing but how, okay, so have you ever been in a situation where, like, a client has farted when you were tattooing them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, best friend who I was tattooing, oh, God, this is a terrible story, but... Okay, so at the first shop I was working at, they had, like, no AC or anything like that. <laughs> oh, God. I know, no it, airflow. <laughs> it, when it got hot, it got super hot in there. Like, we would have to have, like, fans everywhere, so... Uh, I was tattooing her later late at night. It was just her and her husband, and it was just me. <clears throat> and obviously, I have the fan blowing at me. I have like two fans blowing at me. She's like, "Hey, had chili today. Like, I'm sorry if I keep farting." And I was like, "Nah, dude. Like, it's too hot. The fans are blowing at me. Please don't fart." <laughs> so like, the way the fan, pretty much like. I kid you not, that tattoo the whole time was smelly. Like, she kept farting the whole fucking time. Like, I was just like, dude, like, you really need to stop farting. Like, seriously. Like, she just kept ripping it the whole time while I was tattooing her. And the fans were blowing at me. It was freaking hot. So it was a hot, steamy, like, nasty oh, smell. it was <laughs> marinating. Yeah. So every... Every time I tattoo her now, I'm just like, did you eat chili today? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the question of the day. <laughs> and if you did, how much? <laughs> but yeah, um, she'll joke around like here and there. She'll be like, hey, dude, like, I need a fart. And I'm just like, I'm going to start charging you $5 per fart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
I feel like I've had it, me personally, with a client before <laughs> where somebody's farted and it's just you and them and you're just like, oh, fucking K, I know that wasn't me. <laughs> You, do, you, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, no, I thankfully, I, no, no. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's happening. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> like, no, dude, no. <laughs> okay, so that's farts. How do you deal, like, when, if clients come in and they have extremely smelly feet? Oh. I, I mean, okay, so you're in San Diego where the sun is <coughs> just beaten. Yeah. Like, I mean, I... I could, under, I could understand to a certain extent, you know, you come in, you've been walking around, you want to get a tattoo, it's last minute, you don't, obviously, you're not going to go and scrub your foot in the sink, uh -huh. but have you ever come across somebody with just, like, either really bad hygiene or, like, extremely uh -huh. smelly feet? How do you deal with it? So, thankfully, with feet, since I work with a lot of girls, usually a lot of <clears throat> my clients take care of themselves, thankfully, like... I think I've only tattooed one guy that had really bad smelly feet, but he warned me ahead of time, too, so... I guess I expected it, but I think I just like put like a bunch of like alcohol when I cleaned yes. his foot, <laughs> so I wouldn't like smell it too bad. But <laughs> you're um, like, oh, this is a green soap bath right here. <laughs> yeah, but normally if I'm like tattooing shins, I don't really make people take off their shoes just because like I mean this is kind of embarrassing. I have smelly feet, so like I don't want to take off my shoes. So I normally just like saran wrap people's shoes oh, that way they don't have to take it off because okay. I'm just like, dude, don't don't even worry about it. Just don't even fucking take off your shoes. Like yeah. I don't want to smell your feet. But um, hygiene, yeah, I've had some pretty smelly people sometimes definitely have had like people like smelling like bo which is you know i get it people smell i smell sometimes too but sometimes i wonder like did you shower today <laughs> like yeah um i so mean i feel like there's always an acceptable <laughs> amount and then there's an amount where it's just like whoa yeah whoa. but it, it really rarely happens like maybe like three times a year kind of thing mm -hmm. where it's like okay like you need a shower but like no, it's, it's super rare when that does happen. I've had kind of, okay, this is kind of funny. We've talked about this, about the hands. Or the hands. <laughs> so pretty much like when you're tattooing like a forearm or like somewhere near the hand, the hands right there. Like I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but sometimes hands be smelling a little funky. Now I'm not going to go too into detail because you know what we're talking about probably. Oh, but oh my, I, what do you mean? Like either ass or vagina or balls or what? what? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say what's what it specifically smells like because I, I don't want to like, like freak people out or to be like that's like why like, I'm not gonna tell you but sometimes hands smell a little weird where I'm just like did you wash your hands properly like no <laughs> oh my god I don't know I thought I totally thought you were gonna say you know when you're tattooing somebody's forearm and their hands by your boob and they're tickling your boob on accident oh, like, no I mean <laughs> I, I warn my clients ahead of time you know like I'm just like you know hey like your hands are probably gonna be on my boob but I'm not focused I'm not focused on your tattoos so don't don't even worry about it and they're like oh uh okay but i did have one lady one time with my first year of tattooing my boob was on her hand and she literally like bopped my boob like <laughs> like she like lifted her hand up and like touched my boob and i like looked at her she's like i'm sorry your boob's been on my hand for a while and i'm just kind of like this is not weird you know like <laughs> this is my job you know? they're like not, hey it's, <laughs> it's weird if you make it weird <laughs> yeah and i was just i just kind of laughed it off and i was just like oh <laughs> Huh. <laughs> whenever people point that out like if you're getting tattooed by me and you're just like oh sorry if my hand touches your boob then i'll straight up be like that costs extra <laughs> but of course i'll laugh when i say no, it no, you yeah, know totally. like i'll make a funny joke about it but yeah i always wonder if that's like a thing with female artists like does their boobs always get touched when we're doing like forearm pieces or is that just us like <laughs> i think it's 
Yeah, primarily <laughs> females for sure. Okay, so I'm sure another popular question that you get, and I think we all get it as artists and being tattoo artists. Do you have a horror story about clients? <laughs> um, um, so before I used to have like a super, super strict like cancellation policy, like um, now it's pretty lenient. I have like a 48 hour like cancellation policy. So let me know two, like two days before, you know? So, but back then if you cancel, you lost your deposit. So it was like super strict because I was like really, really, really busy, like busier, you know? So this client, she brought in like, when she did a consultation with me, she brought in like five people, right? And out of those five people that she said that wanted to have a consultation with me, only one of them left me a deposit and she left me a deposit as well. So the day of her appointment, she ended up canceling. So I told her, I was like, hey, like, there goes your deposit. If you want to rebook with me, you know, like you're gonna have to leave me another deposit. And she just wrote me like three pages saying how unprofessional I was for me to like take her deposit, how she brought in so many people for me to get tattooed. And yeah, ended up calling me like a fat bitch at the end of the text message for no oh reason. Like, God. and I was just kind of like, I was just really nice about it. And I was just like, I just, replied with a smile i'm just like you know what i can either choose to go off on this client but that makes me look bad uh -huh. or i'm just gonna like reply with a smile but no yeah i've totally been called like a fat bitch before but same same <laughs> honestly <laughs> and it's just like okay well i could lose weight but your stink ass attitude is like horrible <laughs> yeah, totally like it's it's crazy how people can get like that or i mean that's pretty much like usually my clients are extremely sweet like i'd say um, that's probably what like the two percent yeah yeah definitely i mean like yeah that's about it like i rarely have like people like canceling on me like the day of or like you know i'll have i think i had like one client one time like she was already five minutes late to her appointment she ends up calling the shop or no texting me because she had my number and she's all like oh, hey, I won't be able to make it. And I'm just kind of like, oh, well, thanks for letting me know. She's like, yeah, um, does that mean you're going to keep my deposit? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and look pretty and just like, you know, like not do anything with my time. But yeah, you did lose your deposit. But um, no, I think that's like probably like the worst story, honestly. I feel like I've had worse people my way, but mm -hmm, I, no. think th I think that's about it. But then I don't at the same time, like how like um sometimes guys can be like dicks to girls like who are tattoo artists and stuff like that but then i like i'm kind of like i'm not scared but then i am scared like because what if like they do hear it and they're like oh she's totally talking about me like or i don't know like yeah i mean that that's up to you you don't have mm -hmm. to disclose anything you don't want to mm -hmm. you know but it definitely does happen i feel like um i don't know when i was working the convention over here in Portland mm -hmm. uh, and I was unloading my stuff some fucking some dude he oh yeah yeah, yeah. I remember yeah I told you he just straight opened his car door and it like tapped my door and I'm just like bitch like, <laughs> like what the fuck you know like, yeah. he didn't even say sorry or anything ooh you pooping baby <laughs> ooh. what are you feeding these kids <laughs> cause I needed shit like that too <laughs> I mean, for them, I think it's pears. It's pears. I mean, thankfully, I feel like I don't get it as much as I used to. Yeah. I mean, I think starting off, though, you definitely get it. If not from men, probably from everybody. People who kind of just have a big head in general, and then let alone to have that stigma against females. It's just like a double-headed sword sometimes. You know what's crazy is I feel like Ellery is a big reason why like a lot of people just know each other as far as mm -hmm. a, a little small group of tattooing goes you know like i think it's super funny how we met 
yeah, <laughs> to dude, begin everyone's with. been asking me that too lately. I think I tattooed one of your clients the first day, Lindsay. Uh-huh. Do you, do you know a girl? Well, obviously. Um, she's like, how did you guys meet? And I told her, I was like, yeah, I pretty much just woke up in her house not knowing where the fuck I was at. She held my hair like the whole night because I was throwing up. Oh. <laughs> like, That's a real friend. I was like, yeah. <laughs> So that's how our friendship started for me throwing up. <laughs> Dang, that was a funny night. Yeah. <laughs> Where we were at Lovecraft. Yeah, we started Lovecraft. off at You're A-Crab. like, I don't fucking know. No, yeah, we started off at A-Crab and then we went to... Oh, wait, no. I think we started off at that other place that had, like, video game stuff inside. Or it was, like, oh. a bar, like, a sports bar or something like that. Oh, what is that called? Yeah, they have video games... Man, I'm totally spacing on the name right now. And it was now. Charlie's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And then we moved to Lovecraft. I don't even remember getting there. <laughs> like, I remember getting there. And that's where things start to get a little, a little yeah. blurry. <laughs> and that was hanging out with O Tanya G, Tanya Gomez on Instagram. Her Instagram is O H T A N Y A G E E. And yeah, another female tattooer. On my next cast, I want to have Dawn Mendez. Some of you may also know her as Deborah or just Dawn, Deborah Dawn. She is currently an apprentice at STS Inc. in Vancouver, Washington. She is another really cool friend of mine who is a female learning in the biz. And she has a super fun personality as well. Listen up for that and we'll be here.